This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, y'all. I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a podcast that brings you a little slice of history every single day. Today is May 21st, 2020. The day was May 21st, 1917. A fire tore through the city of Atlanta, displacing around 10,000 people and destroying nearly 2,000 buildings. The fire caused more destruction than William Tecumseh Sherman's capture of Atlanta in 1864. That morning, the fire department had gotten calls about a series of small fires. A fire was reported at a cotton warehouse downtown. Firefighters also showed up to put out a fire on Woodward Avenue that destroyed several homes. There was also a fire in the West End. That afternoon, another fire began in a warehouse north of Decatur Street that Grady Hospital was using as a storage facility. When the firefighters got to the scene, they found stacks of cotton mattresses on fire, but they didn't have the hoses they needed to get water to the fire. Their resources were spread thin because of all of the other fires that took place that day. The big fire that ended up causing millions of dollars of damage started around 12.46 p.m. It's unclear exactly how the fire started. It may have begun when the wind blew sparks from the fire on Woodward Avenue to the warehouse, but the fire quickly spread north as wind provided the fire with more fuel. And two weeks of dry weather made Atlanta's wood-shingled homes extremely susceptible to fire. On top of that, people who volunteered to help weren't given adequate guidance. Also, there was not a telephone line open for the sole use of the fire department, and the firefighters needed more hoses and fire hydrants, and they had to take roundabout ways to get to some fires because of poor road conditions. On Boulevard, parts of the street itself burned because some of it was paved with wood block. Fire Chief William Cody decided to dynamite some homes in the path of the fire to stop it from spreading. Mayor Asa Candler went to the DuPont Powder Company to get crates of dynamite, and explosive experts set about exploding homes. Candler also called for military assistance. Martial law was declared that evening and lasted until May 22nd. Other cities inside and outside of Georgia sent firefighters to help fight the blaze. The fire wasn't completely extinguished until 10 o'clock that night. It had burned around 300 acres and caused about $5 million of damage, which is about $100 million in 2020. The fire continued to smolder in places, and people who lost their housing stayed in Piedmont Park, vacant lots, churches, and hotel lobbies. Others were able to stay with their families. Only one person reportedly died from the fire, when she had a heart attack while her home was being destroyed. Around 60 people went to the hospital for fire-related injuries. Since the U.S. had just entered World War I, rumors spread that the fire was an act of German sabotage. Because the Fourth Ward was hit hard by the fire, many of the residents affected were Black. Some of the articles published in the aftermath of the fire downplayed its impact on residents, and city planners were reported as touting the fire as a benefit to Atlanta. Press coverage and the devastation the fire caused in the Fourth Ward highlighted the racism prevalent in the city and the racial disparities in urban planning and housing. Local stores, companies, churches, colleges, and newspapers pledged to make donations to help victims of the fire. 
Black leaders organized aid for people affected by the fire. Throughout the summer, people drew up plans for rebuilding the city. Single-family homes were replaced with apartment buildings and commercial sites. The Atlanta City Council announced that it would enforce an ordinance it had postponed enforcing that mandated fire-resistant roofing. The Great Atlanta Fire of 1917 upended the lives of many of the Fourth Ward's residents and completely transformed the neighborhood. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you have any comments or suggestions that you'd like to send us, you can send those to this day at iheartmedia.com. You can also hit us up on social media. We're at TDIHC Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks so much for listening to the show, and we'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.